0: Block Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's good to be back with you. This is Don Scott Damon, your freedom coach, and I want to give you a tip for freedom. You know, so often we go through things in life and many times we regret the past. We feel bad for what we've done or mistakes that we've made or maybe even things that we think we just it was a failure. I want to remind you that failure is an event. It's not a person and it's not an identity and it's not you. We have failures, but we are not a failure. And that's a big difference. We can learn from our mistakes and we can learn from our failures. They can actually work for us. I mean, for one thing, for sure, you can say, Well, I just became more educated than I was before. I'm smarter today than I was before. I just learned away something won't work and so if you allow failure to work for you you can grow from it you can learn from it yes it can it can be hurtful but at the same time isn't that how we mature and isn't that how we get strengthened for those of you who like to work out in a gym how many of you like to do that i mean I didn't used to like to work out in gym and now I do and it's now it's an everyday thing. I really look forward to it because I've discovered that um, when I'm breaking down that muscle, when I'm lifting weights and breaking down a muscle is actually when I have the ability to build it back up. And it's like that in life. I think that's a great metaphor. Sometimes we go through things we don't like, they hurt, they're painful, but like failures, like mistakes, like do-overs in our life, if we'll allow that breakdown to work for us, that resistance, that pain that we've experienced to work for us, we'll begin to build as you press through that storm, as you press through that pain and that season of your life that's, you know, just horrific maybe. It may be filled with rejection and regret and remorse and embarrassment, but if you'll just keep showing up as a daughter of the king, hold your head up high. If you keep showing up knowing that God's going to redeem this, he's going to use it in your life for something great, and you press through through that, you're going to grow. You're going to become stronger. Your mindset is going to be stronger. You're going to be more resilient. Your capacity for living life large is going to be strengthened and enlarged because when we live under shame and embarrassment, when we live in this, the past mistakes and the shadow of, oh, should have, would have, could have, if only, we start living really small. We don't want to take risks anymore. We don't want to reach out anymore. We don't want to live because, you know what, hey, what if I don't do well? What if I fail? And our brain, the psychology that goes on, the spiritual warfare that goes on, we end up just kind of living safe, don't we? Huh? Yeah, we live, we're living in the comfort zone. That's what the comfort zone is. It's just this place where we're not being stretched. We're not growing. We're not on an adventure. We're just bland. We're just beige. We're just vanilla. And I don't believe that that's what God wants for us. So the Bible says in Isaiah 61, you see this scripture here of Jesus, and he's just giving an amazing, well, Jesus quotes the prophet Isaiah in Luke 4, but the prophet Isaiah is speaking prophetically and referencing forward to Jesus. So in Isaiah 61, there's this great exchange going on. You know, I'm going to give you, for those who mourn, I'm going to give a garland of praise And for the ashes in your life, I'm going to give you beauty. That is a promise, my friends. You can take that to the bank. That is a bona fide, guaranteed promise from our Lord to us. Have you been through the fire? Do you feel like you're sitting in a pile of ashes? Well, bring the ashes to God. Remind him of the pain, lift it up to him, not that he really needs to be reminded. He knows what you've been through, but oftentimes God is waiting for us to come before him and say, God, this is the ashes of my life. This is the pile of mess that I am in right now. I don't know how you possibly can do it, but I'm giving it to you. Will you please take the mistake? Will you please forgive me and will you give me beauty instead of these ashes I know when I went through my divorce, it was a very painful time for me. I was um, my husband of 28 years decided to leave the family. Only I didn't know that he had decided to leave. I knew that he'd decided to work in another state for a season because he was out of work here. You know, in 2007, where the the housing industry was drying up, and he was a builder. And um, but it, it soon became very apparent when he wasn't answering phone calls, he wasn't returning them, and he was no longer coming home every weekend, it didn't take much for me to figure out something's really wrong. And I eventually discovered that my marriage was going to come to an end. And that was a very painful realization. I had a lot of guilt. I felt, you know, embarrassed. I was a pastor. I was preaching in front of 2,000 people on a Sunday. and. I had to say listen man my marriage is in trouble Um, my husband at that point I didn't know where he was and quite frankly after this happened I didn't see him I would talk to him now and again when I had to he would I didn't even know where he was but I didn't see him for two years it was a very painful time it was a very lonely time it was nights by myself And I had never known nights by myself. I had a very full home. I went from my parents' home to a college dorm to my husband's home, our home that we built together, to having children right away. And dogs, cats, fish, gerbils, (laughs) you name it, we had it, friends, sleepovers, and slumber parties. I went from a very full home and a very active home for over 25 years to all of a sudden, I was by myself. The dog died. The kids had moved out. It was a really difficult time. And I share that, not to say, oh, you know, feel sorry for me or anything like that. I mean, if you want to feel sorry for me, that's okay. But you know what? Don't cry for me because I'll tell you what. It made me really dig deep inside of myself to get a hold of God in a new and fresh way. But I had to work. I'm telling you what. I had to make the decision. I don't want to live in the ash heap. I don't want to be an angry person. I don't want to live my life bitter and unhappy. I was so hurt. I was so traumatized, really. There was a lot of anxiety and the season of depression, lots of tears. But I knew God, and I knew his word works, and I knew that he would restore me. I just had no idea how amazing his restoration would be in my life. He told me a promise dawn sorrow may last for a night but joy's coming in the morning and joy certainly did come I didn't know how long the night was going to be but I knew that there was going to be joy in the morning and the sun rose the morning that I met Paul Damon April 28th at 10 in the morning on a Wednesday and it was about five years after my divorce and that was the day that I knew you know what there is a future for me. <laughs> of course, Paul became my husband, and we are we've now been married seven years. But I just want to encourage you and it doesn't always end that way, friends, but when you trust God, it always ends good. Whatever the ending is, whatever the conclusion to this sorrowful journey and and trial that you're going through, whatever it is, God promises us the victory. So hold on to that. If you've been through the fire, You've been hurt, take those ashes, bring them to God, ask for the beauty. If you've failed at something, remember failure is an event. It is not a person. You are not a failure. You may have had some failures, but you are not a failure. And so I want to remind you of that. I want to encourage you to dig deep into the heart of God and discover your identity. Who are you in Christ? You know, we're not just... Sinners, waving a white flag, hoping to get by and struggling and feeling powerless. No, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to give us life and that more abundant. And you can read it in John ten ten. 10. That is his agenda. He said the thief has an agenda. Satan has an agenda. It's to steal and kill and to destroy. That's Satan's plan for your life. But Jesus said, I've come to overcome him. I, I have... I have come to give you life and to give you abundant life and more than abundant life. So let me ask you that question. Are you living an overcoming life? Are you living the abundant life? And if not, you have a claim to it. It's your inheritance. It's like you have a lottery ticket. You just haven't cashed it in. Take it to God and say, by the power of your Holy Spirit, fill me with your spirit, O God. Forgive me of my sin. Empower me strengthen me give me this grace the supernatural ability to live life that's what grace is his supernatural ability to overcome every problem and then make a decision that you're going to change your attitude you're not going to go to God reminding him of how big your problems are you're going to talk to your problems and remind them how big God is that's how you need to live in overcoming power so what are you facing today What's surrounding you and maybe not maybe everything is wonderful and your life is great I praise God for that keep praising him keep thanking him stay grateful every day but if you feel like there are things in your life you know there are things in your life that aren't right do the same thing come to God worship him praise him every day wait for his deliverance believe for it hang on to it and never let it go let me pray for you today Lord I lift up my sister and maybe my brother who's listening today. I pray this will be their day of breakthrough. I pray something that I say, God, gets a hold of their heart and their attention and reminds them that they are a princess or a prince and they're living like a pauper. That they have an inheritance to claim onto, but they've not grabbed it. They've not reached out and said, everything you've done for me, Jesus, is my right and I'm going to claim it. And I'm going to walk in healing and victory and wholeness of mind. I'm done being in poverty. I'm done being in relational breakdown. I'm done with my body being racked with pain. I'm done with this addiction. I'm done with this negative thought life and this mindset that feels like a failure. I'm not going to live like a victim. Today, Jesus, I give you my life afresh and anew. Radically change me and set me free. I pray for you today that that will be your heart's cry to God. And those who come to him with that heart, he will never turn away. This is your day of freedom. This is your day of deliverance. This is your day of breakthrough because it's freedom time. I thank you for that, God. In your your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me again today. I want to remind you that you can visit my website. DonScottDamon.com or the Freedom Girls freedomgirlsisterhood.com that's freedomgirlsisterhood.com and there you'll be able to get on my mailing list and you'll see the podcasts that I do and the radio and conferences that are coming I hope you'll be a part of that hope you have an amazing day and you don't have to leave that to chance go out and make it a great day this is Dawn Scott Damon your freedom coach